Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I woke up with a pounding headache. And after all the joys that I had last night to share with you about my book being available on Amazon, the pounding of the head <laughs> uh, awaited me this morning. It was my adrenaline, my energy, my excitement. It was so high last night that I could not wind my brain down and go to sleep. And instead of doing a brain dump in a journal and sitting, you know, writing down a list of goals, which I should have done, I tossed and turned and thought of all the things that, you know, I could have done, I should have done. Um, and it affected my sleep. Which then gave me probably the reason why I have this headache right now. But I'm getting ready to go. And um, I already took my headache medicine. But I'm probably going to um, go to a dark room um, and pray. The first thing I remember saying this morning is pray for me. Because I knew I was having a headache and I didn't want to open my eyes. Um, so pray for me that Jesus heals me of these headaches because I know he can. So back to the book. Now I tried while I was on with you guys last night to create and go ahead and publish the print copy. So when you first get on KDP, you can make all of your um, uploads, your decisions, and once it becomes active and live, then you have the opportunity to create a print version of your book and paperback, where you do have to make a lot more decisions, which is the trim size, the color of the pages, and the type of cover you want. The And the cover creator, what I have found, is the only way I can do it. Now, I would love for you guys to tell me how, because I have researched this thing. I have tried. Um, but the cover creator on Kindle is the one that I always use. I create my picture image on Canva, and then I use it with the cover creator. Because every time, I just cannot get the thing to position right. So last night, I was trying to fix the, the resolution on the image, um, my margins, trying to get everything organized, and my internet kept going out. And I was like, oh, well, that's just a sign that the Lord doesn't want me to do it right now, and I'm not going to complain and fuss about it. I got a lot of the steps done, but I could see the little construction zone <laughs> that said I needed to fix my margins. So I went back in um, before I saved my PDF copy again for the third time to put it back up and upload it. So that is done. I did fix that. Um, to do the PDF copy, that's the way to go for your printed book. Now, I will tell you that when I got my printed book in the mail, it it saddened me a little bit because, like, I made sure that I did perfect journal lines, um, and I didn't want them to be off when it came time to the printed version. Um, that is something that I really, you know, I didn't want it to look sloppy looking. 
Um, and it did the first time that I did my book, uh, Faith Poems and Bucket List, which I have removed from Amazon because I need to go back in um, and update some of the sections and use Grammarly on it because I didn't have Grammarly at that point. Um, but I was very meticulous the next time around when it came to the editing phase um, on the Everyday Mom Challenge 30-Day Devotional where um, I posted that one and published it, uh, I think, December 31st of last year. And when I got the print copy, I did find an error. There was one line that moved over to another page, like right in the middle of the book. Um, I also found an error in an italics of a title of a chapter, chapter 5, I'm looking at it right now, and chapter 26. Kind of stand out a little bit in my table of contents because I wasn't meticulous enough. Um, I didn't pay close enough attention to detail on that, and so that was a little embarrassing for me. And I'm like, but you know what? I'm not perfect. I'm not going to change it. I can go back in and fix that and put it back up there. But if somebody gets my book, they're a mama just like me for the Everyday Mom Challenge book, and I'm sure that they're not going to hold it against me. Um, so for this book, though, I did really try my best to go through all day yesterday, making sure every time I wrote the word challenge, it was bolded and italicized. Every time I had a journal reflection, which was 42 journal reflections in Happy Renewal Year, that they were bolded, italicized, way more journal reflections in Happy Renewal Year than any of the other books that I've published. And maybe it's because I have recognized myself, the power of writing. So I have seen an, like that evolve throughout time. It wasn't planned. I was going to just do the 30, um, but it ended up being 42 journal reflections. The guiding Bible verses, um, I wanted to make sure that those Bible verses, they had the same font. Um, I kind of goofed with that at my first book. Some of them would be italicized at the very header. I was like, no, I, I want it to be consistent. I want it to look nice. I want my readers, when they're holding a copy of my book, you know, for them to know that I have put work in this thing. <laughs> because as you know, publishing takes work. Here is something that I found myself doing. So the book was finished. I have been working on these challenges. They are all challenges that I personally have done this year. And I even talk about um, some 2019 goals that my family and I have set. Um, and I'll go into detail about like goal setting and things like that later. But um, maybe in another podcast if you guys want to want to hear about how I roll and do my thing. Um, but all of the challenges that I put in the book, they're real. They're me. They're what happened to me over 2018 and what I needed to do for myself um, to be a better me. And not just for me, but for everyone around me, too. So, those challenges, they're not some, like, fake 
you know, top 25 challenges to a new you that you can, you know, go pull up on a YouTube video. I mean, sure, you can find similar ones. I mean, what's worked for me has also come from research. And I did use research this time, and I think that's my dissertation mind still, you know, drumming around. I didn't put as much as I wanted. Um, but I found that just when I wrote, no matter what I wrote, when I finished the chapter, so let's say I was working on spiritual health, I wanted to go back right away and reread what I wrote. Well, then I would fix a sentence here. Oh, here's a place to add a Bible verse here. And then I caught myself just living, living again in those moments. And I wanted to change, and I wanted to add, and I wanted to second-guess myself. And I'm like, no, I'm not. This is what the Holy Spirit is wanting someone to read. And even if it's for someone to pick up that book and just to see the words, God loves you, and then to be able to have it when they're reading silently, that to be in their head, that could be the powerful life-changer for for them right there. There's the whole book. And so I have to be very careful when I write my devotionals because it's not the same as writing. In my opinion, you can you can beg to differ. Well, that's fine. We can we can talk this through because I'd love to hear your opinion. But when I'm writing the Bible devotionals, I'm in a constant state of prayer, of speaking truth, of speaking my heart, of drawing upon what the Lord is telling me, what I feel the Spirit is leading me to say. What are some ways that I could write this, you know, that could really encourage somebody and not sound like I'm preaching to somebody um, in a negative way or judgmental. Uh, Just look, this is real talk. Let's get like down to business and let's work on who we are. Um, And let me work on who I am at the same time and continue to know that it's a daily struggle. But if I keep going back and I keep reading, I found myself really wanting to change it up. And I'm like, no, stop, stop. And so kind of midway through, I did spiritual health. I did mental and emotional health. I did exercise and nutrition. When I passed those three and I started working on relationships, I was like, God, help me. Please get me to stop because I had to stop myself in prayer from going back and being like so equal to I on it. And I'm not talking about grammar and and commas and and all of the sorts of of just like this initial revision. I'm talking about I want it to be like, is this good enough? Is this right? I started second guessing. I'm like, no, God, this is not the point. This is not it. What am I doing? So it's because I've been writing fiction all year that I think it affected the way that I was editing my challenge devotional. Because last year, I don't think I had this problem. Now, I might have to. I'm getting old and I could forget. But I'm telling you, when I wrote the Everyday Mom Challenge, I don't remember, you know, like after I did a challenge. Let me read you a challenge, like in the Everyday Mom Challenge book. Uh, like challenge 20. Oh, my gosh. You know, create a, a prayer jar or a box with your family. And I talked about if you have a mesa jar, that works just fine. If you have a shoebox in the closet, let the kids decorate it. An old Tupperware container or a butter tub will do. You know, I just, I didn't go back and say, hey, you know, let's take out butter tub. That sounds too country. Or do you want to do this? No, I sure didn't. I just wrote 
And I, after I did a challenge 20, I went challenge 21 until I got challenge 30, and I packaged this deal up and put it out there for the world. So I think that working the fiction for so long this year really had me being, like, ultra-sensitive to my nonfiction. And like I said, midway, after I finished with emotional and mental health, I had to say, God, stop me. Just stop me, Lord. Keep me going forward. Just keep me moving forward. And so at that point, I recognized that um, either, one, I had grown as a writer because, you know, I was battling the word choice game like I do in nonfiction. I mean in fiction. Or I was allowing what I thought the world would want in this positive psychology book than what I was feeling in the spirit. And so I'm I'm not sure where that battle was lying, and I'm going to continue to pray for that to reveal to me why I was struggling so in this. But I finally, I turned to my husband, and uh, he was watching YouTube videos. I'm, I'm sitting on the couch, you know, typing up the final chapters. And that's why I wrote the negative self-talk as a part of the book, too. And I know I did it. And it came out as a, look, I've had some issues with some negative self-talk in the past that I've been, that was really crippling for me. And I was talking about that weakness in the book. But I was also experiencing negative self-talk myself about my writing while I was writing the book. I didn't go into detail in that in the book, but um, the negative self-talk made its way in there, and a challenge is to stop it. And how do you stop it? You admit it first that it's happening. And so that's what I did. I told my husband, I'm like, you know what? I can go back, and I can start all over again, and I can rewrite this whole book. I can go back, and then I can change every word, and I can add. I said, I'm not going to do it. I said, it will be what it will be, and it is for someone out there in the world And he just kind of looked at me like, well, what am I talking about? He had no clue. I said it out loud. He kept on watching his YouTube videos. He was watching war, like, World of Tanks, and they were going through on their map. And I went on back to my map, and I said, you know what, Lord? Thank you for letting me recognize the patterns of what I was doing and now correct it and help me. And with the power of the Holy Spirit, I finished the book. And I finished it at a quicker pace. And I finished it before my deadline. My deadline was to have the book finished on Monday. But instead, I came to the closing point. And I said, this is it. This is the book. And I looked back over at my guide sheet. And I said, wait a minute. This is it. I covered the book. And honestly, guys... It shocked me, and my kids were playing video games. I messaged Solomon. He's my 16-year-old, and I said, Baby, I just wrote my last word. I, I, I'm at a good ending. I'm at an ending. I'm at a close. I'm at a, I'm at a point where this can be enough for a year. And he said, Okay, good. <laughs> that was my response back. Yeah, good. Wonderful. It's done. It's completed. And it will always be a work in progress, I'm sure. And when people get a copy, I'm sure they'll say, gosh, I could have said it better ten times if this way, or ooh, I really like this, or ooh, I really like that. There's, there is something that the Spirit gave me that I'm going to um, 
make an image for, a line out of the book. I think I'm going to start doing that, making lines out of the book and making images on Canva for those and using those as a way to really reflect back on some of those standout lines that I need to probably hear again and again. And I wrote them. <laughs> so uh, that's my new goal, is to do that over the weekend. Today I've got to go and run errands, got to pay house taxes, take my aunt out for New Year's lunch, and um, go visit my niece, do some celebrating. So that's what today's about. Today's celebrating. And I'm going to do it by going to my favorite Mexican restaurant back home. And as I am back home and I'm there in the place that I love, I'm going to, if it's not raining really bad, because it's already raining here, but go by the graveyard and just sit a while too. And if it's raining, I know I don't have to be there to talk to them, but I'm going to let my parents know, hey, guys, got a new one out, got a new one out. They already know. So, that's what happened to me while I was working through the new Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I did say last night that I was going to talk about why did I make my decisions for pricing well, once I set my Everyday Mom Challenge in motion, and this is the third installment, it's the third that I've published, I knew that the challenge devotionals would be $4.99. The teacher devotional, I made $2.99. And the paperbacks are going to be $7.99. So my Everyday Mom Challenge paperback is $7.99, and so will the happy renewal year be. And I'm going to tell you that I have went to so many Christian bookstores in my life. Oh, I love them. And I've been to, oh, I just love a bookstore. You guys just don't know. And there have been many times that I've wanted to pick up Bible devotionals, Bible journals. Um, like one time this lady gave me a journal. She finished one. She didn't write in it. She gave me her Beth Moore. And I loved it so, but for me to order those on my own, those were, those can get you know, twelve ninety nine and up. When you're talking about the devotionals that you write in, so I always wanted when I knew that I was going to do this for my life and and have control over the print price because if I went to a publishing company. I would not have that control, and they could market it higher because it is, you know, it, it costs a lot of money to print these because I like them big. I like them um, the larger print. I like them with the um, the big cover like a notebook. Um, I'm sure that it would cost a lot more to print, and then the price would go up. And I understand that. I know it's a business, but um, having a journal devotional for $7.99 Seven's my lucky number. Um, having it for that price, I feel like, you know, many people would be able to purchase the book and hopefully find value out of it. 
So from, you know, from setting that price, I did that early on also by looking at market research. Like, what were other books going? What were other indie publishing books going for, devotionals? What were secular, um, like, positive psychology books going for? And was there anything like mine out there already? Um, And the answer is no. And so I feel like that price matches um, what I would want to spend as, as a reader. Like if I know something is five dollars or less, or for the for the Kindles four ninety nine, if I know it's ten dollars or less for the devotional, I can do that. You know, I can swing that and have a have a devotional once a year that uh, could, you know, help me get through. So that's where my pricing came from. And the rest of my book, they're always going to be that. I'm not going to. Um, go up, I'm going to keep them $7.99, I'm going to keep them $4.99, and I'm going to be consistent with the Kindle and the paperbacks, with the Everyday Mom Challenges, with the Bible devotionals. If I do any more teacher devotionals, I don't know where the Lord is going to lead me on that, but if I do, they'll be $2.99. So, you know, I don't think that going back on and back and forth like I did at the beginning on Amazon and trying to adjust the prices... Um, I don't think that works very well. I think you need to stick with a plan. So go ahead and think that through. Guys, we got to go. Got to run our errands. And I hope you guys have a blessed day. And thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys go out there. Check out Amazon. Type in um, Jennifer Eichner Lowry. And you will get to see. Happy Renewal Year at 4 a.m. in the morning. It was live and ready. So you guys have a blessed day. Bye.